You're listening to the Mondays with Midger podcast, founder and CEO of Legal Leadership, a company specialising in the leadership training and coaching of lawyers. Get set to jumpstart your week with a shot of mojo as Midger and her guests talk all things life, love and leadership. Hey, it's Monday and I'm Midja and welcome to the podcast all about life, love and leadership. So it is an all by myself episode today with just me in the studio giving you a bit of an update on what's happening firstly in my dating life. It's always good to check base on that. Uh, And secondly, some things I'm hearing about leadership and to give you some takeaways on what people are talking about in the leadership space at the moment. So as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I am on the mission to find my big love or a big love. I'm not sure I agree. There's just one out there for all of us, but I'm on a mission to find big love. And of course, I'm dating and there's a particular dating phenomenon that is happening to me right now. And it's happening in the online space. Now, I know some of you are saying, don't do the online dating, Midge. What are you doing? I mean, I'm out there in the real world as well. If you have followed me on Instagram, you know I am out all the time. I'm at events and business networking. I'm on boats and chopper rides and I'm out there, people, trying to meet people in real life. But I'm also doing the online dating as well. And this particular phenomenon is happening to me and it's just making me so sad. It's taking up a lot of time and energy and it's called the rematch. Well, I'm calling it the rematch. And what this is about is it's when you match with someone on an online site and when they message you, they say something like, hey, Midge, great to match with you again. Or, Hey Midge, so still single I see, question mark. And of course I'm like, okay, so I have obviously matched with this person before. So I go back and I look at their photos and sometimes it's just like, I I can't remember the photos. I have no idea who this person is. I don't even know whether maybe we went on a date. I mean, I've been on a lot of first dates over the years, so that sounds terrible that I would not remember them, but I don't know. They all kind of tend to blur in, so I'm looking at their photos and I no recollection. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe we didn't go on a date. Maybe we just chatted online and then it just never amounted to anything. But why didn't we meet? And it obviously didn't work out, so why are we rematching? I've even gone to the extent, this sounds silly, but gone to the extent of looking at my blocked numbers. Uh, Now, my list of blocked numbers is extreme. Like If you looked on my phone, there are a lot of blocked numbers. And I have a system of categorization for phone numbers. So say, for instance, your name is John. So if your name is John... Uh, in my phone, obviously, I'd put your name John, and then your surname would be the initial of the site that we've matched on. So, if we met on Bumble, you would be John B in my phone. If we met on, say, Hinge, it would be John H on my phone. You see how that it's, the, it's a categorization, a system. 
doesn't help now over the years because now I have like, you know, 10 Johns from Bumble. So it's not foolproof, I give you that much, but it's kind of a system. So then if we rematch, I'm kind of looking through my phone to see whether I can find any trace of any conversation or what happened. Why are we rematching? Why didn't we work out? And should I give this another go or not? (sighs) Boy, oh boy. So you can see the trouble that I'm in with this. And every time it's been happening to me lately, I keep thinking about the message that my great friend, Carolee Fontanelli, and she, I interviewed her in one of our first episodes of Mondays with Midget. So go back and listen to my episode with Carolee if you haven't already. But Carolee talks about the importance of data, the importance of having up-to-date data in your business so that you can look at the trends, so you can look at that data and get the intelligence you need, you can predict, you know, and look at the analysis of it and report on that data. And look, I know Carolee is talking about business and I know the importance of data in business, but I can't help thinking it's also important with dating. And my problem is, is that I haven't kept any data over the years. So now, of course, it's just some ad hoc system and I'm thinking I'm just making the same mistakes like you would in business without data, making the same mistakes over and over again. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment is I keep kind of matching with the same people, doing this rematch, not keeping the data. And I don't know actually what I'm going to do about it. Um, Any suggestions would be helpful. Like, do I really start a spreadsheet? Am I, am I starting like a dating database? Do I really need to do that? I hope not. I hope that um, the, the search for big love is going, to, uh, is going to end really well. I say this year. I don't want to put a time limit on it, but fingers crossed this year. But in the meantime, any advice you can give me around this rematching and this data problem I've got, please let me know. All right? So... That's what's happening in the dating world at the moment, trying to sift through that. And around the leadership space and what's happening work-wise, who I'm talking to, what people are talking about. So, of course, normally I talk to people in senior leadership positions. So I work with partners of law firms or accountancy firms or engineering, any professional services or people stepping up into leadership positions, management positions. But lately, I've been talking to a lot of professional people starting their career. Just through certain events I've gone to, I was at Bond University recently speaking on a panel. So lots of students talking to me. And it's really interesting. And so It's like I'm connecting those two groups of people. So talking to our young professionals around what leaders want from them and how to stand out in the crowd uh, in their their market, in their uh, chosen field. And then talking to senior leaders around what our young professionals want from them and what they're looking for in leaders and when they're applying for positions and how to make them stay and be as productive as possible and love the work that they're doing. So speaking to those two groups, and certainly for me, the young professionals often talk to me about the topic of confidence in their career. 
and how to start their career with confidence. And I wrote a book on confidence called Unshakable Confidence. And when I speak, I've usually got copies of that book around. So I guess people ask me about the topic. And I give them a few kind of, I think, things that I would say to anyone, regardless of where they are in their career, but certainly when you're starting your career, I say, take the time to to get to know yourself. And that takes a whole lot of working on self-development and self-awareness and seeking feedback, getting that feedback, listening to it, assessing feedback from others and thinking about, you know, who you are, what are your values, what are your magic, what's your strength, why do you do what you do and really honing in and getting really familiar with who you are, what you're about and what your strengths are. Because the sooner you can play to those strengths, the more confidence you will get. And if you can find those strengths out really early on, great. Because then, of course, that 10,000-hour rule comes up where if you spend 10,000 hours doing that task, you are going to get really, really good at it. And I get that when you're starting your career, that can be tough because it's almost like you have to play a bit of an all-rounder often uh, as a junior professional you know, that you do a bit of this, you'll do a bit of that. And yet, of course, there's merit in that. But if you can find that magic space for you, that that passion and what you're good for and what can add value, you can find that intersection, intersection, then go for it. And, you know, the earlier you can find that, the more you can put that focus and gain that confidence. So do the work on that. Seek out the feedback, seek out the mentors, listen to the feedback, look for opportunity. And second, I think also just an acknowledgement and knowing that everyone around you kind of feels the same way. So everyone is maybe a little bit shaky when they start their career. And people ask me this all the time. People are like, you're on stage and you're doing this and you write books. And, and, and did you have that confidence to put that stuff and to do that very early on in your career and I'm like absolutely not I was worried about what people would think of me and I certainly had to build that confidence up so thinking you know like the person sitting next to you at the next desk uh, the other lawyers or accountants or whatever your profession is as other people around you you know what they're probably doubting themselves a little bit as well And when you take that pressure off, it absolutely helps you to step into that space and to make those mistakes and to fail. So that confidence piece, I think, particularly when we're starting their careers, is it's tough and we all want it and we probably all want it really, really fast. And I think, yes, there are ways to build up that confidence and do that as quickly as possible, but I don't think there's a shortcut either. I think you've absolutely got to put in the hard work and it takes time and it takes experience and navigating all of that in your professional career to get to a point where you go, you know what, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is my magic, Uh, do you value that or not? And really stepping into that space where I call being unshakable, that highest form of confidence. So I'm keen to explore that a little bit more and really connecting, as I said, those two groups of people around 
leaders and managers and people that are in that space already and connecting them with our young professionals who are starting their career and for both sets of people to uh, really listen and learn more from the perspectives of each other. So more on that space. So look, that's a wrap for today's session Um, and absolutely. So moving forward, I think we'll talk more around that leadership space and what I'm hearing and also really keen to hear your perspective and what you're experiencing in leadership right now. So please reach out, have a chat to me about that. And of course, again, any advice around that rematching piece in my dating life, happy to hear that as well. So go out there, sprinkle your magic this week. I'm Midja and thank God it's Monday. We trust you enjoyed this episode of the Mondays with Midja podcast. Host Midja Fisher is a leadership expert, keynote speaker, coach and facilitator. To find out more about Midja, visit midja.com.au or follow her on Instagram, Midja Fisher. And make sure you subscribe, share and leave a review.